0: Well, hello and welcome. It is time for Tech 37, your home for technology, education, and collaboration from Worldwide Technologies. Of course, my name is Rob Boyd. I'll be your host. And we've got another action-packed session for you. This is actually a, a follow-on to a session that we've done before that we got a lot of great feedback on, talking about how to get more insights from your data because it is so hard with the overwhelming amount of data that we're all dealing with and the number of projects that we have on our plates. How do we ensure that the data that we're using to make decisions is the right data? How are we applying it against uh, in the right areas? And how are we connecting the, the physical with the virtual, with the financial? How are we gonna make all that stuff work together? These guys have tools for doing this and we talked a little bit about it in a previous show and today we are gonna actually share with you exactly what you would get during an engagement with these experts to see what what all you're actually doing, maybe firm up your gut attempts to uh, to master it all. They're gonna show you how to do it and exactly what you would get back so you should have no questions whatsoever. It's really quite cool and it really should be the way we all make decisions going forward. So with that, Let's get the show on the road and meet our experts. Well, hello, gentlemen. So glad to have you back.
1: It's great to see you, Rob.
0: Yeah, we're going to go a little deeper here. Um, Justifiably, you got on me. You said, Rob, you you spent too much of your time asking us high-end questions, and we really wanted to spend more time. You guys have prepped a couple of screens. You're going to give us some insight into kind of really what customers get back, obviously in a, in, a, in a way which is shareable. But I love this idea because I think that's the hardest thing is to always, it's always hard to understand what's going to happen in any kind of an engagement. Um, and it really helps to understand kind of what you're getting into so you can really judge whether or not this is a, as of much value as we think it is. Uh, but let's start with some introductions first, make sure everybody knows who you are. Uh, Steve, I'll start with you. Uh, do you mind telling us, you both work for Worldwide, but what do you do specifically?
1: Yeah, sure. Thanks, Rob. Um, Hey everybody, Uh, Steve Gregory, I've been with Worldwide just about eight years now, Um, working in the data protection and storage space for 20 plus years. Um, My responsibility is to ensure that our customers uh, engage with us in a way that uh, is both um, interactive as as far as educational about the different tool sets and capabilities around data protection and, and the like, and then also provide them with services that might be able to help them accelerate every time to decision, you know, so Which is those, exactly those are kind of the areas that right. I focus on at Worldwide today.
0: Yeah, yeah, I like that. Aaron, you do something different than Steve, right?
2: Yeah, so uh, Aaron <laughs> Plaza, I'm based out of St. Louis. I've been with uh, with Worldwide for about a year and a half or so now, and uh, I manage what is our specialty solutions practice. So specialty for us, if you will, are, are categories that I'll say, um, ultimately high growth areas, high areas of interest, if you will, from our customer base. So In particular, I've got these specialists that go deep into data center, cloud, and security. Uh, And at the end of the day, our job is to ultimately, you know, 301, 401 level messaging. Mm. Less about the product, more about the strategic answers, the way in which, you know, customers ultimately develop a strategy for each of those three areas. And uh, in terms of background, you know, 20-ish years or so in the the data center space, uh, Half time as a customer, half time on on the other side of the fence, so to speak. And uh, great to be here today.
0: Awesome. Well, glad to have both of you back. And uh, Steve, we were talking earlier about okay let's assume that the audience doesn't watch every single tech 37 just for the sake of those I'm sure that can't keep up. but um, nonetheless mm-hmm. if someone didn't see the show before, when we're talking about data center insights or data insights uh, in this uh, from a from a service perspective, what is it you guys are doing? how would you begin to characterize it for us and we'll kind of encapsulate that before we dive into the deeper end of the pool
1: yeah sure And I think you you know alluded to it earlier. Pretty, pretty well, which is, um, you know, you, you, you've, uh, you've been able to grasp what it is that we are trying to, uh, to message, and I appreciate that very much. I think what we're seeing is that our experiences in working with large IT organizations, and uh, you know, I don't think anybody would be uh, remiss to say that it's complex, right, storage, backup, compute platforms, and everything else that they have to do to run their business, um, it's becoming harder. Uh, as infrastructure leaders um, are trying to make these decisions and have confidence in these purchases to to address, whether it's performance issues or uh, identify ways to, uh, or opportunities to cut costs out of the organization, but also just proficiencies is, is something that, um, you know, we're, we're trying to help customers with. And, you know, we have a lot of capabilities uh, at WWT. Uh, a lot of our customers know about our advanced technology center where we can demonstrate a lot of technologies. We can proof of concept a lot of technologies. We can help them evaluate, you know, hands on, you know, uh, those examples of, of where they could be uh, better educated and improving things. But one of the areas that we found is there's blind spots. There's impact areas. There's uncovered opportunity to help them um, just around the area of their data. Within, within their environment. So what we do is as a as this service comes together and we are engaging in a particular way with a the customer there, we're looking for information that can help them make decisions. It's not about how technical skill set they are. It's about the information that they currently have in their environment that would help them make a better decision. Both and it's technically their
0: information. This is not, obviously you guys always have industry information. You know what your customers are kind of doing as a whole, sure. but you're really talking about taking that, which you already have as part of your value, and you're then working with the customer to extract their actual data so that you can help reaffirm decisions they're already making or think that they're making, or maybe yeah. that they just flat know that they don't know how to make and they're looking for the insight. You're going for database decision-making with them.
1: Yeah, and, or there might be some reason why they feel there's a problem in their environment and, you know, a singular uh, tool that they might have might not have all the answers. And so we're, we're trying to look at how do we look across the entire ecosystem, whether it's their primary storage, their secondary storage, backup infrastructure, whether they're trying to move to cloud, you know, all those different areas. It's hard to get one kind of a view of that. Um, And there's different levels of experience that are required to do that. And so what we're trying to do is build up, you know, the way to interlock or integrate those types of views uh, for a customer to say, well, what I see over here and what you're trying to do over here, how do we make that work? You know, what do you need? And and, you got to start with what you have. And so the first part, first phase of it is is really just gathering information quickly. Um, across multitude of infrastructure systems. Now, they might decide that, you know, our area of focus is today, you know, we, we are moving from one storage system, we're evaluating another storage system. Sure. What is it that we think we need from a performance perspective? You know, are we meeting the SLAs that we're expected to meet? And so there's a lot of Q&A and a lot of, you know, interactivity, uh, yeah. and that's the beauty of it is, uh, once we pull the information up from a customer, we put it into a dashboard. Okay. And that dashboard is interactive. Uh, our customers go directly into it with us and we talk about, it. you know, it's again, their information. So well,
0: now you gave me a sample of the dashboard is now the time you want me to pull it up? Cause I, you can feed direct, tell me anytime you want. But uh, with that, is that, is this a yeah, good time no, you want to talk about what out. it actually yeah, looks it, like? I, Cause I think that's, I, what's valuable. Let's see. Sure. I, I think, this you know, right what I'll
1: one? do is uh, I'll show you some of the examples of wh- what customers see when they come into the dashboard yeah. and, you know, how we, we our organization kind of communicates with them and saying, okay, look, you have direct access to this information and we can filter it. We can, um, you know, move in any, any, any path that you think is of interest and it's interactive. And so that's the value is that it's not a static, uh, you know report it's this is a interactive report that's filterable uh it's you know the information can be you know viewed in many different ways and i think this is kind of tool set that customers are looking for so you're like well well i'm feeling like we have a problem here is there any way to dive into that
0: well let me let me reaffirm kind of where where we are just to make sure nobody's lost track of that in the sense that by the time you get to the dashboard stage there's a at least but correct me, a couple of days, there's there's, there's one time where you, you work with the customer in a very lightweight, non-intrusive manner to pull data. And then yeah. you go away and you say, hey, we're going to – And I don't, however long that takes. I don't think it takes long, though. It sounds like it's very lightweight and very Please. simple to agree to. Yeah. And then you come back and you say, let's look at this dashboard together. And this is an example. We're just doing a screenshot here because, obviously, this is all proprietary stuff as you go back and forth with the customer. But this is kind of a sanitized version. But it's a good insight. And you were saying this is not – when, when you do it with a customer, it's not a screenshot, it's an interactive dashboard and you and the customer can dig into stuff. You also leave this with them or they have access to it. So they yeah. could say, this is great. Thanks, guys. Or they could say, how do you, can you explain this? Can we understand why is it doing that? Is it that kind of stuff Yeah, no,
1: that's, that's perfect. You know, and we've had both experiences where customers say, you know, just give me the access and I'll deep dive and I'll get what I need out of it. They can even export uh, the data out um, cool, for you know, how they need it. Um, but yeah, most of the time, customers are saying, tell me what, what's going on here, and that's the best part, right, because our value is, you know, we have the industry experience across the board and the subject matter expertise that we can bring to the table, but, you know, when it comes down to what what is, what is our view on this, you know, give yeah. me your opinion on what you see here, and it's fact-based, it's less opinion more than, you know, than fact, right, so...
0: The, well, the I think is, what I love uh, about if you this, I was you just have gonna say
1: based on facts, then you feel more confident, right?
0: Well, and that's um, the thing. I there's two things here that I wanted to make sure I brought up that I love about this is that you guys I think all of us need to be mature enough to recognize that even if we are super confident that we are looking at all the right data and things like this, this feels yeah. like a good double check because it's simple to do. It's 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 and, it, and I would want your opinion before I tell you what mine is, because I want to see what it, how it syncs up, because I'm kind of cocky that way. And I want to see if you're in both. And I was looking at it from a different way with other tools, maybe that I have in my own organization. But now yeah. this is a great cross check, especially before some type of an investment or a big decision that says, we're going to do something. The other one that you brought up to me is is, and I just throw it out so you can comment on it, because I used to work for an OEM. And so working for a manufacturer, I trained on how to, the tools I use to tell you that this is what you need from a capacity standpoint or utilization or something, it's not that they were wrong and they weren't misleading, but they were certainly, if there was going to be any difference, it was always going to be favored toward my product. And, and I don't mean that in a bad way because I don't think anybody's doing bad things, but I mean, everybody, there's always a little bit of an agenda. And I like the fact that you guys represent. Here's 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 the data. Let's interpret it broadly, and you can look yeah. at every part of this yourself. Okay, sorry, yeah. I got excited. Yeah, so
1: to, to wrap that up, and that that was fantastic. The, the kind of the, the things that we see the most is um, with this. It's both quantitative and qualitative analysis, and so nice. we get you know to understand what is flying at us from facts about their actual infrastructure. But we also get to have them if they're in, if they're interested. It's an option to fill out what is important to them through a series of questions that help prioritize what's important to them, and that might may or may not knock out, you know, certain OEMs as you said, to be in the conversation. So right away, That's logical. Um, they're being pitched by so and so OEM, and they don't meet the requirements of the customer. So boom, you know, we can knock those types of things out um it's kind of like a, a way to just let's get to the heart of what is important to you and for us it means that we're also getting a better understanding of the customer over time if we can do this in many different ways in many different areas of their business to get closer to them and make a you know make make that effort uh, worthwhile so yes uh, it's a lightweight effort but okay. you know in the end of the day they're they're, they're feeling more confident as you said. They can't always trust the OEM, uh, or they want a second opinion, and this is just a way to represent it with, with facts. And uh, yeah, so yeah. I like the way you represent it. it, it it's kind of, to me, like um, I bring my industry knowledge, but this is their environment, which I didn't know two days ago, yeah. and now I can just get better experience in what they have and uh, you know share. But I like that and you ask what's important. It, it's a great yeah. way to collaborate.
0: I like that you asked what's important because you run the risk of boiling the ocean whenever it comes to, because you're gathering a a ton of data. And yes, these reports obviously start to narrow it down, but there's still a thousand different directions you could take that. And it really depends on, well, what are you trying to achieve? What's important? What's your care about? We can get to other things that may pop up, because I would imagine these sometimes real stuff maybe you didn't expect. And the the conversations that you're like, hey, let's make sure we add that in the parking lot to come back to, because that's not, you said it wasn't a priority, but I think it's something worth understanding. And that's a good. Yeah. Job. So, yeah.
1: quick example, and we can move to the next slide. But yes, sir. You know the uh, the things that we find, you know, and it it's it it can be alarming, you know, to a customer. You know, mm-hmm. oh, I have a thousand virtual machines that I'm not protecting. I wasn't aware of that. Now, i No one wants to expose anybody that you're not protecting a thousand machines. There's probably good reason for that. Yeah. However, if there's not, you know, we live in a highly risky, secure, you know, uh, challenging world right now. And so just anything that's not protected, it's worth investigating. And so, you know, those are the things, you know, just simple things like that. Hey, I didn't realize that that 500 VMs didn't fall into a policy to be protected. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go fix that. Right. Let's not worry about selling you something. Let's go address what you currently have going in your environment. Or if your current technology can't solve for that, let's go figure out how to quickly solve yeah. for that in a different way. So it just gives you that insight. As you know, again, it's it's.
0: Well, this it's, is it's this is still part of the dashboard it. that we're looking at here, right? What what yeah. is uh what is it we're seeing here? As so this as is a,
1: you know a technology uh, screenshot, um, you know, from one of our OEMs, and it's um, basically just telling us what's what's the state of the state. You know, like how many files are are on the system. You know, um, what could we improve? You know, is there is there a reason that there's over 9,700 uh, files that are uncompressed? Are they are they videos? Are they movies? Should they be there? You know, things like that. You know, we're trying to save space. There's only 96 terabytes left on the system. Yeah. Could we could could we do something to remove this data? Could, could we archive this data? Could we move it off the system to something else if it's needed? You know, so there's a lot of different reasons, and you have to know your customer and their business model and you know, what industry they're in, you don't go into a, uh, you know, uh, an industry that requires movies and, and, and audio and all those <laughs> Right. And we gotta go with all this video. Fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um, it's important to understand, you know, at the end of the day, I've used quite a bit of this capacity. And, and then also um, when we can, you know, the screenshot doesn't show it, but again, we can deep double click into the environment to find yeah. out what the trend is, you know, it, has this grown, quickly over the last 30 days uh is this something that's growing and you're going to run out of space tomorrow is that your concern like all of these opportunities to to dig into where you're at and where your challenges are are what this data tells us and for me you know I've been a systems engineer and I've been in pre-sales pretty much my whole career It's tough to just walk in cold or to not really understand the customer's environment and say, so what's going on?
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, I think most customers don't understand their own environment and I don't want to say that about all of them because I've met some amazing people who really do have a finger on it, but they're also happy. You're usually the ones that are smart enough to also go, let me just gut check this again and make sure I'm not missing anything obvious or something that will catch me off guard and I'll regret later if, because this is almost like when you see how easy it is to work with you guys on this, it becomes kind of a, kind of a no brainer that you're like, well, If you're going to want to pursue and run in the dark based on gut instinct, you certainly can. We've been doing that for years, most of us. But you don't have to. Yeah,
1: You don't have to. And things have advanced um, so much that these types of capabilities, and obviously there's a lot of tools and things like that, that people can buy and try to install. And then they have to manage it. You know, that's (laughs) the problem. (laughs) You know, what we find is that there's a lot of things you can buy to install and think that you're going to stay on top of it, but you don't. And More so than, this is a way to yeah. just come in and take a snapshot. And there's no no tools, no installation of anything. Uh, you don't have to you know buy this for you know uh, th- three years and pay maintenance on it. This is just yeah. a service that comes in and takes a quick snapshot of what's going on, and then you you go from there. So I- I'm going to pause there. I think what I would like to do is because. You know, last time we worked into more of the, the, the nitty gritty of the of the how, I'd love to have Aaron take over and kind of talk about what our experiences are and what customers are seeing value in here. Because, you know, he's the guy that helps me do it every day in the streets. So I'm going to let him take it over.
0: Yeah, I was, I was happy at the, the yeah. amount of data that we're seeing there in the dashboards already. But Aaron, obviously, that sometimes for many customers is the beginning of the conversation, isn't it?
2: Yeah, no, no doubt. And, and I would say, you know, the, the last comments you kind of made in terms of how customers, they have a ton of tools and how are they doing this kind of day to day today? You know, the, the, the problem statement I would characterize is is kind of twofold. One is customers have a ton of data, a ton of information. We've said that from since the very beginning here, um, but they don't know what to do with it. Right. It, it, to me, it's like we have screenshots. Literally, as you were looking at some of those visuals and details there, um, I equate it to, you know, if if somebody gave you an x-ray and you're not a doctor it's just an image yeah. it gives you some information and yeah if you could see some of Hello. the obvious points bone was broken if you will but my point there is like if you don't know what you're looking for you don't know exactly what to interpret from the tool sets and things that you may have you know within your own organization and when i was a customer that was the same thing we had endless amounts of tools of you know visualizations of the different platforms and all this kind of stuff and, and i would always say that every customer we've done with for the most part, has a pretty good sense of where the problem statements are at in their environment. Mm -hmm. But what they struggle with is being able to really quantify it. Tell me just how bad that problem is. Tell me just Mm -hmm. exactly you know, my performance challenges, latency challenges, or whatever it may be. And so that's what this does. This takes the Mm -hmm. guess game out of it, or I have a gut feel that there's a problem over there, and makes a very succinct and specific, the problem statement is this, and it's exactly this bad, and it takes us 15 minutes to do that, right? In other words, to to Stephen's point, this is not a tool you gotta buy and deploy and set up and whatnot. This is, imagine if in the course of 15, 20 minutes, we can get a data collection of your environment and I can see everything that is your entire primary storage environment, data protection environment, virtualized environment. And so suddenly if I can get this detailed snapshot analysis of your environment with very specific quantified metrics, now I know exactly what we've got and more importantly, what I'm trying to solve for. So anyway, if that's kind of the, the focus, right, if you will, from the assessment standpoint, the, frankly, I'd say that the most important, the most valuable pieces that you would get is kind of twofold. One, we can bring our industry expertise, kind of knowledge of having done this with hundreds of other customers, and being able to say, hey, is was this by design, or is this something that we need to look at that we may be able to get, you know, better leverage out of, you know, configuring the technology yeah. or whatnot. So that's just kind of basic stuff that we can literally get within, you know, minutes when we first do a quick analysis of this. But most importantly, I'd say where we really get value for customers is when what we do with that data in terms of saying, here's a potential way of how we could architect a solution that's going to be technically superior and financially save you some money. And and to me that's really where we put this into, you know, actionable insights. One thing is knowledge, but then what do we do with the knowledge is, to, is the most important part. But um to, to that point, Rob, can we pull up, I think yeah, one of the other visuals might help kind of land the plane a little bit, right? So if, if just to orient the, the, the audience here for a moment, if the first three slides, what you saw was really all about the, the assessment. Tell me about my environment. And literally there'd be you know a hundred pieces of, of content, hundreds of slides that we could get to give you a very detailed analysis of the environment. This slide is what I like to say is the one pager that we follow up with. In other words, once we take a look at the environment, as you can get a quick sense on the left, here's a real quick snippet of literally just, you know half a dozen data points of a hundred that we would collect. And now I know exactly what I'm looking at from a, the current solution that's on the floor today. In a very typical scenario, a customer will say, you know, hey, I've, I've had this technology on the floor for say four to five years. Um, I've got maintenance bills coming up with it. Do I just pay the maintenance bills and keep it? Or do I look at potentially doing a technology refresh? Oh, by yeah. the way, Another reason why I think this problem statement gets so much more difficult over the past several years is that the solutions that exist nowadays that, uh, how would you say, I guess, the the amount of options, maybe better said, that you could (laughs) choose from are so much more. Five, 10 years ago, you replaced storage with storage and data protection with data protection. Uh, And, you you know, maybe you change the badges and the front logos of the OEM. But for the most part, it was technology for technology that was being swapped out. Now, there's software-defined solutions, appliance-based solutions, cloud-based solutions, SaaS-based solutions. And so suddenly, when there are a dozen things that I may consider, how the heck do I make rational decisions, right? So that's the entire point. The idea behind this entire practice is really to say, how do we take fact-based, data-driven, specifically quantifiable uh, data points so that I can make decisions and see exactly what my my results are going to be? So- that's what this example is, right? We take that assessment now and we kind of turn it into one of these. That This is a, a simple one-page example of a technical solution summary. And it's so concise, but so more importantly, precise that says, if this is what you have on the left, if we were looking at potentially what this technology can be converted into with modern technology today, these are the benefits that you get. And that's kind of what those KPIs across the top represent.
0: Well, and what I like is, because I've never been good at assigning, when you say quantification, that always used to make me shudder because I like playing with the bits and the bytes more so, and that yeah. stuff always made more sense to me. But then when I had to go explain it to somebody else above me that was going to allocate budget, I needed to say, this is what this is costing us now or projected to cost us if we continue on this path versus a different choice. And the fact that you can help make those connections, and then the other thing that just jumped out at me here too is the fact that I sometimes don't realize that I'm caught in my own bias bubble of only considering a few things in the data. And then you come in and you don't have the same biases working inside my bubble. And so you go, well, people that are looking at making these kind of changes really consider all these factors and, and, and you're pulling that data and then using it. I'm going, Oh, thank God you brought that up. Cause I would have just missed it. And yeah, it would have been horrible. Okay. Yeah. I like, well, it.
1: I, I like it. I mean, it's uh, right, wrong, or indifferent on um, how people uh have been doing Mm. it uh i I like aaron's point like there's there's a way to take this information and what i think a lot of our customers need is just that support to say you know we're going to be making a big spend here we're going to be making a big change you know i need i need you to help me validate it's justified you know and you know the quantitative part that you mentioned before is it's, it's more about what if we could ask you i don't know 20 questions and we could prioritize what you think. And then maybe we get to other people and we ask them similar questions and it we find that there's differences, right. Yeah. Or, or everybody's on the same page. And then again, that's more validation towards, you know, what but it either is. Either way that, you're
0: making uh, the decision based on data versus gut instinct and versus, um, yeah, who took it's me like, the like you don't have to make the decision. You don't have to pull the trigger on anything whatsoever, but that's still a choice. And now you're just you're more aware of the risk, whether you're accepting the risk uh, or you're you know, mitigating it in some fashion or addressing it differently. Yeah. You know, that's up to you. Yeah. You're just yeah. helping people encapsulate it. And I like that. Yeah. yeah. Should I go to this yeah. and next if, picture here? Aaron? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, so if obviously that first slide gives you the technical summary right before okay. and after this is the expected outcomes, things like that. Okay. You know, usually we, we when we first go through this, right, this is usually a scenario where we say, here's how we would consolidate these are the technologies I would recommend. Because again, once we know all of the very detailed requirements, we can be very specific about, you know, the prescription, so to speak about how to best solve that problem. Um, so that's what this shows. the next slide, of course, is kind of the, the final piece to it is the financial component. And really, again, a little bit of an eye chart. But candidly, what it is, is it gives you all the details. It shows you again, if you were to stay with the current technology for the next five years, here's what your total run rate or what that total cost of ownership would ultimately look like. And more importantly is, if you look at this modern technology approach, a consolidated set of technologies or modernized, if you will, um, that's what this component ultimately provides is what is the financial benefit, the savings? What is the breakeven analysis? <laughs> uh, what is the breakeven analysis uh, from a financial standpoint that shows when the savings are going to kick in? And, and at the end of the day, I, I think the most valuable part, right? We've said a lot here in terms of the data points and all the details customers get. But I think what really comes through is two things. One, the transparency of the information. Mm-hmm. This is not a, a sales pitch, a uh, marketing message. This is your environment, Mr. D- uh, Mr. Customer. This is your data, and this is what it tells us, right? So yeah. it's very fact-based, number one. And I think customers appreciate that transparency. This is, you see it all right here. You see exactly wh- how our thought process went into, you know, why we would leverage 70% of the environment in this scenario to be hyper-converged and 30% to stay on, you know, a three-tier architecture. So you see the decisions, you see the assumptions, and more importantly, you see the benefits, technical benefits, financial yeah. benefits. But so at the end of the day, yeah. So, so that when an executive says, hey, is this a sound decision? This is all the data to support it. And at the end of the day, I think that's really what matters. Are we going to get to those business outcomes that the teams are looking for? This puts that on paper versus kind of a a gut feel.
0: Yeah. Now that's excellent. I don't know if we have, did we, did you want me to show anything else here? Because what's interesting is this is hard to show. It's not presentation. This is usually an interactive conversation that we're trying to represent here at an overview in a sanitized manner. But yeah, I didn't know, was there anything? Okay. No, you had some more details behind there and on some examples. But yeah, you guys both have. Lots of experience in taking customers through these type of things, uh, both on the path that they expected when they first approached you versus any new paths that may have developed. Um, Any good takeaways in terms of of the result that's come out of that? I assume this is a good relationship building. I mean, let's be honest. That's that's usually what you guys want. Everyone I've talked to worldwide is usually about the long-term relationships you have with customers. This feels like a good way to justify these relationships as well and make sure there's value for both of you.
2: Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think, you know, more often than not, whenever we do these types of engagements, it's it's usually the first question we ask is, what is the scope, right? Is it, are we focused on trying to fix a, a data protection problem, a storage problem, a VMware problem, whatever it is, we focus on the scope. But as you could probably imagine, once we get in, involved with this engagement, it typically turns into two, three, four, five other pieces of technology that are closely related to it. So to your point, I think the value again is, when a customer gets gets to see your entire environment in a full snapshot with filters and things that you can double click into and really dive into the details on, um, suddenly they have a, a wealth of information in one single pane of glass with some kind of industry expertise, reviewing, this is not normal. This is what we typically see to be normal. That sort of, you know, uh, feedback or whatnot, yeah. but then boards in the ability, to also look at it from multiple perspectives you know, how might I deploy my VMWare with uh, environments with a different set of technologies? What is a different set of policies I might use? So in other words, it drags multiple pieces of an, an I'll call it refinement to the environment because it's all in one kind of single pane of glass in terms of that you know—that yeah. snapshot of data we Yeah, and of
1: yeah. course, this is not, you know, this is not easy math to, uh, to no, navigate. That's why I like that
0: you're doing it, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm like, this is the kind of stuff I wish I would always have that, I, you know, if I was criticized of anything and I'm, well, let's assume there was a few things I've been criticized for. It was not always having the data with me when I went to go present an idea or, or, or try to make the argument within my own organization that certain things needed to be mm-hmm. done. This feels like the kind of thing that every executive would want to see and go, well, you've obviously thought through this. You've obviously worked with experts. You've obviously considered multiple avenues about possibilities because we're always dealing with limited funds, limited time. And so you want to deploy those things in an intelligent manner. And this is, yeah, these are, these are good tools. Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, it answers uh, those uh, red alert moments when somebody says something's really dramatically happening in my environment and I didn't realize why or how. Can you help me figure this out? And you know, I need a second set of eyes to to, to say that I'm I'm not crazy. I, I see yeah. what I see and they also <laughs> see what I see. Yeah. And, and then Are we all this. <laughs> yeah. And then it's also just those days when you when you were like, oh, you know what? I'm being asked to evaluate, you know, re you know, reship. why aren't we looking at new emerging technologies for X reason? Yeah.
0: And I feel like the whole hybrid cloud decision making everyone's going through in terms of how much should be on prem, how much should be in the cloud and and where's data being uh, used and and, and what are latency issues we need to worry about and data sovereignty and stuff like this. And you got to have the data to be able to make these decisions. Obviously, you see I put up on screen. you guys, hopefully everyone watching the show live, if you're not, please encourage you to watch these shows live. Uh, but if you're watching a replay or something, there should be some click, some links you can click to for additional resources. Uh, these yeah. guys, actually, it seems like everybody at Worldwide seems to be involved with uh, publishing. You guys are always writing content, creating labs, uh, interactive ways that don't always require necessarily having a book time with a human. A lot of these things are, are, uh, are very... Um, you know, take them as you need them and go as deep as you want or not. And, and I love that. But you only get that yep. when you join at WWT.com and kind of get involved in the kind of the social aspects, I guess, to a certain extent, although that's probably not fair to it uh, to say that. But uh, either one of you, how would you describe so that the, the data insights briefing is really what we're talking about is maybe a is it logical? So this is a first step. That's a lightweight way to say this sounds interesting. This is how you could maybe move forward.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, w- what the briefing would entail is, I mean, it could literally be as quick as a 30-minute conversation. Here's how the process works. This is how the data collection process and things like that are. And then, of course, we'd want to understand, the, you know, what is the the scope, as we mentioned earlier, right, the problem statement that we're trying to focus on. But, you know, as quick of a 30-minute discussion, we can really hash out those details, understand what we're focused on. Uh, again, to talk about the deployment of the tool, how it collects the data, how it uploads. Usually it's about a 15-minute process to kick off those data collection scripts um, and away we go. The, the real work, frankly, is the behind the scenes. Once we right. have the millions of data points that then come across in those data sets, that's where we start to parse through it, build out the graphs and the metrics and the visuals and details. and Then of course, the more valuable part, which is the, the interpretation of it. We'll get 100 plus slides, if you will, that come from it, but probably five or six are really the only things that matter. And yeah. so that's the part of the information. It's the interpretation of that info to find out of all these data points and all this noise, these are the things that we should really focus on. And it affords us the ability in a call it an hour, maybe a 90 minute session where we'll review that readout with the customer. Here's what we saw. Here's what we learned. More importantly, is this what you expected or is this the problem that you thought was the case? And sometimes I'd say more often than not, we're finding two, three, four, five other things. Customers are saying, I didn't realize I was that close to the edge, so yeah. to speak. And, and that's the that's the real value. So it's kind of a, a learning process as we engage with the customer on that analysis. And then more importantly, is those last two slides we looked at really is once we've kind of confirmed those details, that's where we take it to the next step. How do we now that I have this information? What do I do with it? How would I make a more? the problem. Idea. Yeah,
0: we're there to well, solve the problem,
2: right?
0: I I assume you so? bring other experts in as needed because you guys have yeah, experts absolutely. in a lot of areas more than I did actually realized at one point one of my favorite was you guys have done a tool assessments i've seen with other customers where you go in and you go oh, you're not utilizing all your previous investments and that becomes an easy way to save money sometimes and just be smarter about how you're doing things it's funny all the things that can trigger i need a storage guy I, the developer yeah guy. i think
1: yeah. i think in our case right i think our in our case you know let's just talk about the times that we're in if we're not talking in a collaborative way with you know network folks and st- security teams you know to, to think about where their data might be moving and how they can recover and what are the security risks what are the security profiles those are all areas that i'm not an expert in he's not an expert in but he's responsible for it but we do need a, a wider team if we see something uh to engage and that's the value of wwt because we have all those practices too uh and our job is to integrate that and solve the problem
0: well, I'll steal your own metaphor because you guys use this with me already. I think it's I think metaphor is the right word for this. Uh, but I think uh, maybe it you maybe was you were saying about how this is kind of like uh, you know a general uh, practitioner, a, a doctor is looking at this, a very smart individual who's going to help you understand kind of and listen to this is where it hurts and, and when I do these things and it's in these conditions and these kind of things and and takes all that in and then recommends the right specialties if necessary and then says, yeah. well, here's your options and you don't have to do this, but here's the upside or downside. Uh, as we see it at this point based on this data uh, or we need to go gather more data in this other area i'm sure that happens as well sure, and then what i, I love sure with the does. atc you guys have the ability to also do proof of concept you can then you can you can say well this is this is how this vendor is working with this thing or these set of technologies in this situation here's what it looks like and then you want to play with this a little moment and get a get a get a feel for it that's yeah. awesome well guys we try, to, try to tie it all together it's, yeah it's, uh, well let me ask you the key closing question Uh, just maybe this is more personal than than should be but do you feel like this this particular show is giving people a better example of of how uh of what they could expect and of course i asked the audience that please continue to communicate with us on this but how do you guys feel did this cover it
2: i i think so i i think you know at the end of the day hopefully we were able to cover the cover the details right in terms of what to expect, how quickly these things can run, how to engage, and more importantly is the outcome. What are you going to get yeah. by the end of this thing? And, yeah. and uh, you know, the, 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 the fact that we've done this dozens of customers and seen hundreds of, uh, of environments, that's the real piece that I think customers are really, you know, interested in hearing. They don't want to just get a, hey, this product can replace that product. It's really more the why. Tell me why this matters and tell me the benefits I'm going to get. And not even it. about so, products, yeah. That's yeah, right. Because the that's products right. may not enter into it. Yeah. And,
0: and price, the
2: key point that I read.
1: reason. reason.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, I appreciate your time, guys. And I also appreciate the fact you you really doubled down on the fact, understanding that as customers enter into this, you're sharing the data at every step in the process. You're not holding it ransom. That's probably a bad reference to make these days. <laughs> but you're not holding it yourself and saying, okay, you have to engage with us on this next step, or we're not going to share it with you. They're always free yeah. to take the data, it sounds like. Do what they want with it. They don't have to work with you on it. They could step no. out of the process at any point. But it it I don't know why you would want to, but... At least you know that you've got that as is uh, your out. And they um, can and I think log that's, in, do whatever yeah. the heck they want with it. Data insights. It's really interesting, guys. Helping us make better decisions. It's not our data, it's
1: your data. That's yeah.
0: Not our data, it's your data. We're just helping you understand it better. There you go. Love it. You guys are awesome. I appreciate your time. And to you and the audience watching, please continue to tune into Tech 37. Continue to communicate with us. Join WWT.com. Let us know what we could be doing differently, better, what you want more or less of. That's always important information. There's a lot more beyond Tech 37 that goes on. And the platform is the way that you can stay engaged with that and with experts like this to make sure that you're getting all the answers you need to move forward confidently into these what is the term we all use too much these days in these uncertain times (laughs) or whatever, whatever it is. Unfortunately, I just have to laugh because I'm getting delirious either way. This is so much fun. I always learn a lot with you. Enjoy the rest of your day and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Take care. All right, man. Thanks.